Good evening. Welcome to the iBug Buzz conference call for Monday, the 16th of August. I am Maria and I will be facilitating the call tonight along with Sandhya. This is an open forum for anyone with questions or issues with their iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, Apple Watch, or Apple TV. Um, and for anyone uh, desiring to become more proficient in using the uh, accessibility, more particularly the voiceover features of these iDevices. So welcome to everyone who has joined in uh, tonight, uh, both live and those who are listening in via to the call via the recorded podcast playback. So yes, you can find the recordings of these calls on our website. You can find them in your favorite podcasting app. You can find them on our YouTube channel. So again, this meeting is being recorded. So we have a few rules that we kindly ask everyone to follow to help keep the meeting running smoothly and to help keep it as high quality as possible, especially for those recordings. So we ask that you all stay on mute when you're not speaking to um, make sure that the uh, quality of the call is high. We also would like when you wish to ask or answer a question, we'd like for you to unmute and then say your name and wait to be acknowledged by one of the facilitators. So again, that's myself, Maria, or Sandhya this evening. So just to clear doubts, we do not use the raise hand feature of Zoom um, on this call uh, typically. So uh, if you, so and just to emphasize, you know, please don't just speak out or like make exclamations or interrupt while others are speaking. Uh, if you want to announce yourself, just kindly wait for a bit of a gap or a break. Uh, in the conversation, um, you know, speaking when someone else is, it's really distracting and rude and, and disruptive. So um, once you have uh, asked or answered a question, uh, kindly give other participants, we ask that you give them a chance before you ask, uh, give others a chance to answer or ask questions uh, before you uh make your next ask your next question or make your next comments so that everyone gets a chance to participate and very important please everyone's doing great right now let's keep it going please minimize your background noise preferably eliminate your background noise if we have to tell you twice that you do have too much of it going on um we do have the right to remove you from the call again not anything personal but just to keep it as high quality as possible for everyone so please be in a, in a quiet room or eliminate your background noise and be muted when not speaking so how to toggle your mute and unmute that is in the zoom app on an i phone your mute button toggle is at the bottom left corner of the screen um, in the zoom app on an ipad you're going to look for it at the top center of the screen the mute button and again when uh, you are muted it will say unmute it's a toggle um, on a windows pc you can use alt a a like an as an audio you can on a Mac use command shift A. Again, A is an audio. On the Mac and the PC, you can use the space bar as a push to talk, meaning you hold it when you talk and that temporarily unmutes you when you're talking and you release it and you are back on mute. Um, on a phone, if you're dialing in, you're going to use star six to mute and unmute. Uh, and again, you have to be a little, it's a toggle and you have to be uh, fairly 
uh, quick with it. So um, with that, I'm next going to turn this over to Mr. McCulloch, who is going to tell you, because this is one of many, many things that iBug does throughout the week. So um, excuse me, throughout each month. <laughs> and Mr. McCulloch is going to give you a flavor of what's coming up for this week and all the ways that you can uh, stay in touch with us and find out about all our events. Mr. McCulloch. All right. Thank you, Maria. Yes. We've got uh, several things going on this coming week, starting tomorrow, August the 17th. We have our iBug mini buzz on Clubhouse. For those of you that are on Clubhouse, you can join us at 5 p.m. Central Time. All the times I'll be mentioning are Central. And uh, mini buzz is just a uh, shorter version of this same call that we're doing tonight. It's just this open Q&A help session. Then on Wednesday, we'll have our iBug Android Insight session. And again, that's another open Q&A help session for all of our Android users. Thing from smartphones to tablets to A-Lady devices to all the other various Amazon type devices and pretty much anything that is Android based. If you have questions about those, you can join in there. And, Get those answered, and that starts at 7 p.m. Central Time, right here on this same Zoom line. Then on Thursday, we have one of our social events, the iBug Trekkie Talk for all of our Trekkies, and even those that are non-Trekkies are always welcome. We are currently watching the Star Trek Discovery series, and we are on episodes seven and eight, I believe. And so we pre-watch those uh, audio described uh, session or episodes and then come together and discuss those. That's again, 8, 8 p.m. Central Time on this Zoom, same Zoom line. Then we have our Friday night at the virtual movies. And that will uh, happen at 7.30 p.m. for the pre-movie social. The movie will start around eight, and then we anybody that wants to stick around after the movie can uh, stay around to have a little discussion about the movie and talk about some trivia related to the movie. Uh, to find out what our feature is going to be this week, we will be having the big reveal during the halftime show tonight, so be sure to stick around for that. Uh, let's see. I think that is all of the, the events coming up. Nothing coming up on the weekend this week, this coming weekend. Uh, to find out uh, more about those and other events that we have throughout the month, you can always go to our website, ibugtoday.org. That's I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y.org. And there, in addition to uh, finding out about the uh, various events, both the training sessions and social events. You can find out about our one-on-one uh, -on -one training that we do for new iPhone users. You can find out, uh, as Maria said, all of the uh, sessions that we do, training sessions are recorded and you can find them there on the website. Uh, in addition to uh, various podcast uh, apps, this particular Monday night call, uh, you can find that. And also we have a YouTube channel. 
just search on YouTube for iBug today and you'll find uh, all the different training sessions. Each one is uh, set up in a nice little playlist so you can easily uh, find the particular uh, different session that you're interested in. Uh, then we have on Facebook, our uh, Facebook group, that's facebook.com slash groups slash iBug today. That's another great place to find out about announcements and uh, various tips and tricks related to the uh, Apple devices. Also, uh, if you have questions in between all of our different training group training sessions, you can uh, post a question there or some issue that you might be having. And uh, we have people monitoring that that can uh, answer that uh, pretty quickly for you. Uh, then we have a Twitter, you can, uh, our Twitter account, uh, the handle there is at iBugToday. Follow us on Twitter. And again, many, many things related to not only Apple, but uh, other tech related things that uh, we think would be of interest to our users are tweeted out regular, regularly. Uh, every single day, pretty much. So those are all the ways to keep track of us. Uh, I, I guess I failed to mention on our uh, website, you can also get on our mailing list uh, right there on the uh, homepage of the uh, website. There's a uh, link that says register to join iBug and you just fill out a, just a real short form, you, just your first, last name and email and that will get you on our mailing list. And then you will, uh, have an email of upcoming of any upcoming event. So that's uh, all the info I have to share. And I am going to now turn it back over to our Croatia crawler. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. McCulloch. And for those who don't know what that refers to, I just got back from a vacation in Croatia. So, um, <laughs> so thank you for that. All right. Very good. Well, now we're going to go around and uh, introduce ourselves, say our names and where we are from. So I am Maria in Albany, New York. I'm one of your facilitators. And you can at this point unmute as I've described before and tell us your name and where you're from. So feel free. Uh, again, if you uh, to, there should be a mute unmute toggle on your screen. Uh, if you're using a mobile device, it's Alt A or Command Shift A on PC and Mac, respectively, and Store Six if you're dialing in. This is Stephen from Austin. Welcome. Welcome back, Maria. <laughs> Thank you. Day nine, Cincinnati. Hello, welcome, Dana. And I think that was Jim as well. Yes, welcome. from North Carolina. Okay, welcome. I, I had Dolly in. Oh. Hmm. Oh. I am David from Manhattan, New York, New York. Uh, welcome, David. Yay, New Yorkers. Susan, someone. And I'm from Mary Houston. from New York. Oops. Oh, welcome, Susan. And welcome, Mary. Wow, three New Yorkers on this call. Cool. All right. Everyone is welcome. And <laughs> Jim, Jim from Central PA. All right, welcome. And Sonia, I replied to your message earlier. All right. Anyone else? Good. Unmute and say hello. 
This is Ed from Long Beach, New York. My goodness, welcome. Wow. <laughs> We're taking over. New Yorkers are taking over. Yeah. This, is, this is Sunday, and I think the New Yorkers have beat the Texans. My goodness. <laughs> well, welcome to you guys. All right. Uh, they, loo- they lose the governor, and get, we get more New Yorkers. See what happens. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Arlene, um, North Carolina. Hello, welcome. Anyone else like to unmute and say hello? Carol in San Antonio. Hello. Anyone else feel free? Your name and where you're from. And again, it's Michael from uh, Southwest New York, also known as (laughs) Texas. (laughs) Welcome. This is Sri. I'm 240 miles south of New York. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) All right. Who else would like to say hello? Anyone else out there? All right. Well, I think we do have, do we have any new first time callers? I think we do. Um, If you would like to uh, say that you're a first time caller, if you want to share, we usually like to find out where, um, how you heard about us and what kind of iDevices you have and how long you've been using them. Um, I mean, you don't have to share, but you're welcome to (laughs) if you'd like. Well, I'm Mary and I heard about it from David. Uh-huh. From iBug. I heard I heard it from David about iBug. Uh-huh. And um <clears throat> let's see, I have an iPhone. Um I've had iPhones since the four. You know, the iPhone nice. four. Yeah. That was my first iPhone. And <clears throat> let's see, I also have the Alexa uh stuff. Yeah. And uh I love their new voice. Ziggy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, very and, good. Oh, sorry. And and the fire tablets. Yeah. And uh, what else? A oh, no. touch. Yeah. It sounds like you should come. To, like yeah. That. It sounds like you should come to our Android Insight call then as well. You have lots yeah, of. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's very right. good. All right. Very good. Yeah. My first iPhone was a four <laughs> as well. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Anyone else? New caller? All right. Well, uh, Mary, as a first-time caller, if you have one, that's fine. If you don't, that's okay, too. But we like to give our first-time callers a chance to ask a question to start us off if they would like to. So if you do have an iOS-related question. Wow. I'll think of one. <laughs> okay, sounds I'll good. Think, I'll, I'll think of one. All on. right. <laughs> no worries. All right, sounds good. Well, then with that, we'll open it up to questions for this evening. So who would like to get us started with our first question? Or if you have a comment on happenings in the iOS world. All right. Oh, yes, go ahead, Susan. Yeah, I'm not sure this is going to be a proper question. If it's not, then um, accept my apologies. Um, I can't figure out if it is or not. Okay. But um, uh, if I was wanting to set an alarm for 
for different things, you know, like to wake up or another alarm for whatever uh, appointments or whatever. And mm -hmm. like I use iTunes. Um, I buy all of my songs, which I have over a thousand. Um, is it possible to pick out a song to set it on the alarm on the iPhone and also um, multiple, you know, like different songs, say like to, you know, for different things, but like mainly for a wake up. Mm -hmm. But you're saying also different songs for different alarms, it sounds like as well. Well, I tell you what, skip that. Let, let's just okay. make it e easy and say, uh -huh. um, is it um, possible to pick out whatever song mm -hmm. you have in your list? Mm -hmm. And like I said, I have more than a thousand. Uh, so I pick one. And is it possible to set that song up to use uh, and, and also how to, and I guess I would say Siri uh, set alarm for like, say, 4.30 a.m. Mm -hmm. uh, and would I have to make that particular song the default? But first, I had to be able sure. to stick that phone in there, you know, sure. to do it. Sure, sure. All right. Well, let's take this one at a time. I think that's a great question. So who would like to answer that? Can you set one of your songs as your alarm sound? Anyone? This is Jim. All right. Go ahead, Jim. I think, Susan, you would have to set up the uh, alarm first off uh, to wake you up at the ungodly hour of 4.30 a.m. and then go in and... <laughs> set the alert for whatever it is you wanted if you could do music for that and i'm not certain about that the one to ask about that might be herbie if he's here he would be able to tell you whether or not he's more uh in tune with itunes music i think than i am i'm not a itunes music user all right well let's uh, but that's let's... what i think you would have to do all right thank you jim so let's see does anyone else have any comment on that all right well susan i will make a comment on that then um so yes you can and if you're just if you're using um setting an alarm using in the clock app uh when you set um when you go in there i will just do a very quick here if you'll give me a second i will turn on my speech all right, here we go. Let's turn up the volume oh, here. All right, so I'm in the clock app and we are selected alarm. So this is tab the alarm two, tab. Four. So if we go in edit. to Seven, add in an alarm, my goodness, vertical scroll. Let me add. okay, add in the upper right corner. Minutes for now. This is time picker. This is asking for the time. Cancel. We're going to. Uh, we're going to skip all this because we're interested in the sound. So, but just to give you a sense, save time, minute, time picker selected. This is all the time label sound ripple. All right, here we go. So this is what you're looking for. This is the sound button and these are various sounds. However, and that built in sounds. However, if you go from the top of the screen to back button sound vibration, 
store. I'm just flicking to the right. (laughs) Now we get to the store, but we're going to move past the store and I'm going to go actually on headings and the rotor because I'm looking for the next heading down, which says songs. Look at that. And if we go down, it will show me it, it shows me like three random songs here that I have, but then we reach, if I just keep flicking to the right, we get just to the pick a song button. And if we double tap on that, now library. you Heading. see here, it shows you your library, your library. and you can, search you can search or you can have it show you your content Dictate playlists. by playlists, artists, artists albums, albums, songs, music genres, you know, music videos, genres, etc. in order for you to find your song in, in, you know, a different way as well. It's like your standard browse, like you'd find in the music app. See, there's there are all these different ways. And so like if I pick songs, this is now, this is, this is literally showing me a whole list of my songs. And so I could double tap on one and pick that as my song for, for my alarm and then go ahead and save it. So indeed, that is very possible. And um, I suppose if your question about Siri, yeah, if you set an alarm with Siri, it would set to not to your song, obviously. So you'd have to go in to the uh, alarms tab instead of add, you would go to edit in the upper left corner of the screen and you'd find the existing alarm that you set. And then when you double tapped on it, you would basically get the same alarm dialogue that I showed you. Like it would show the set time and you could set the um, repeat and such, and you'd have an option there for the sound. And so you'd go in there and you would basically change it the way I just uh, showed. So Yeah. Appreciate you uh, demonstrating that. That sure helps a whole lot. Um, uh, one last question, question now, is there a, you mentioned save, so is there a save button right there you double tap on? Um, yeah, so it's not right there, so like if I just pick yeah. a song, so it's like, going to, double tap back button. so I sound just picked a, heading. so I see, see I picked a song and now I'm back into the sound um, uh, screen I here, default. and okay. I'm going to go button. back. Back and then tap to cancel. and then here's the main label. and I'll just label make sure May I okay yep and so the sound is the cancel. song and now we're back in the main alarm dialogue alarm. and then we okay. get to the Button. so this is the add alarm the main dialogue and then we get to in the upper right corner save. the save button save. so that's what okay. you'd have to do okay okay so when you pick that song you double tapped on it Yes, and then I, and then it took me back into the sound, okay. the 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 uh, screen where I could choose a sound. So then I had to okay. go back to to okay. exit out of that, but it saved my selection. And then I had to go to right. save to save the entire alarm. Now was it a one finger? Because if you use two finger double tap, it's gonna start playing that. Song. Right, right. No, it was the one <laughs> finger. Yeah, no, just the one finger double tap, like to activate. Super. Thank you very awesome. much. You've been a uh-huh. great big help. All right. You're very welcome. Happy alarming over there. All right. Very good. Who would like to ask our next question? Or make our next, make the next comment if you've been playing with a new app. All right, well, I'll throw out a question um, 
if anyone knows. So my work iPhone, uh, which is an SE 2020, seems to have gotten this 14.7.1 update for iOS. But my 12 Pro claims that it's up to date with running iOS 14.7. So does anyone know? Is like 14.7.1 only for certain iPhone models? All right. Well, I will definitely have to uh, <laughs> look that up then and do some research, and I may post that in our group or some such if it if it is something like that. But I found ah, that very puzzling. This is Jody. All right, go ahead, Jody. I have an SC twenty twenty, and it did update to fourteen point seven point one. All right. Well, very well. Yeah, that's good to know. Yeah, it's very strange. Like I don't know why my one phone shows it and then my other phone does not so it is odd but all right this is free go ahead Shree. yeah i was able to update on mine oh my 12 oh dear maybe i need to do maybe i need to do some uh re like restoring of resetting of my phone um okay then so you were able to update yes. um all right well that's thank you that's good to know so it's just me all right <laughs> Very good. Well, then we can shift over to the next question. Feel free to um, unmute as I've described before, if you'd like to ask one. The mute button, the Alt A, Command Shift A, or the Star Six. Uh, hello, Jody. Uh, Hi. Oh. Uh, sorry. Day. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, oh, Jody, I'm you'll sorry. be next. All right, no problem. Go ahead, Dave, and then Jody, you'll be next. All right. Oh, go ahead, Dave. actually, I was gonna, I was gonna oh. ask Dave's question because I didn't know if Dave was here. So I'm oh. like, yeah, I'm <laughs> listening, but you know, okay. I, I figured nobody was gonna say anything, so I figured, well, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Sure, absolutely. Okay. Thanks for hearing. Hi, right, Jody. All right. The question is. I got a Bluetooth uh, headphones. Now, okay. they're not, you know, they're not iOS or anything like that. I got it from Amazon. They were, they weren't earbuds. They were full uh, length headphones, you know, like the old fashioned types. Now, like the over ear ones over like that have the cups. Yeah. Yeah, it has the cups. That's how you say it. Right. Has the cups. And, you know, it has the controls on the side and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is weird. All right. Um, when I go outdoors, the signal breaks up, you know, like on a broadcast if I'm listening to. Mm -hmm. And no matter where I am, if I go indoors, no matter where I am, it's fine. It, it works very well indoors, no matter where I am. Like, I'm saying that because I thought it might have been because of my Wi-Fi, but if I go, like, uh, to another building or somewhere indoors, um, the signal is great. But when I'm outside, no matter where I am, the signal breaks up. And, you know, it's sometimes it's like it breaks up so badly that it's just gone for a second. Oh, interesting. So I was wondering about that. If it, yeah. 
All right. Has anyone else experienced that or have any tips on what, what might be going on with Dave's Bluetooth headphones? This is Keith. Go ahead, Keith. I was just going to ask, are you staying within the same proximity of your phone or your eye device when you have those? Uh, yeah. Well, that's what's weird about it. My phone is on my lap and my headphones, oh, of okay. course, are on my ears. So that's, oh, wow. Yeah, I would, you know, I would think that too if it was like in another room or something like that. But no, no way. That's what's strange about it. And then, uh, evidently, we—I don't know—I uh, unpaired it and paired it because another uh, issue was coming up. It was like every minute and a half, I would get a busy signal. It would have a one-tone busy signal. And then it would, you know, go back to uh, whatever the whatever is on the uh, broadcast. But it doesn't do it anymore since I unpaired it and paired it, this even if I'm indoors. But it doesn't do that anymore. It's just the, the signal is breaking up, and that's the only issue I have with it. So I was just curious about it. Yeah. Have you, have you had this, um, Dave, have you had this happen on like, have you used it with any other devices? I'm wondering, no. like, does it happen? Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Anyone else have any thoughts on this? Oh, oh yeah, Maria, I just want to say uh, one thing in case, you know, uh, you guys might not know. Okay. I set up, I had to reset up the, uh, you know, the, elect, the Alexa Echo Dot yesterday. And I didn't know this, that, okay, I set it up, but what's good about it, when I uh, called Amazon, they do screen sharing. So that really, really was like night and day for me. Really okay. nice. All right. Well, that, yes, that definitely is helpful. Like they did screen sharing on your iPhone, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. With Amazon. All right. I was kind of surprised because I thought it was only Apple that would have sure. the rights to do that. Yeah, very interesting. All right. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I wonder on your headphones, I'm kind of wondering if maybe you'd need to try to reset them or something. It's very strange. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is, I know. Go, yeah, go ahead, Sandhya. Well, this is a really basic suggestion. I mean, have you, like, turned off the Bluetooth and then just turned it on again? I mean, just reset everything, you know, turned off your phone, turned everything off and started fresh, you know? It's a, I mean, real Yeah, simple. maybe I'll try that. I didn't turn off the phone. I just turned off the, the headset and turned it back on. But, you know, it didn't, it didn't, you know, nothing changed. It didn't do anything. But I'll try that, this you know. All right. All right. Uh, yes, go ahead, Sandy. And, yeah, and you said you unpaired, I mean, you said, forget this device, you know, I never want to see you again. And then you just started the whole thing over again. So it's. Uh... Yeah. Okay. All right. That's hmm. all I have. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll fool around with it. Yeah. You know, I'll try it again and see what happens. And sure. I mean, anything, sure. anything I find out, I'll let you guys know if, uh, you know, by next week, if. Uh, yeah. You know, if that any of those uh, steps works. Sounds good. Yeah, good luck with that. The only other thing I can think like is there maybe something interfering with the Bluetooth signal? Like, are you putting, I mean, I can't imagine what, like I've had my phone in a purse and things like that, and it hasn't affected, you know, headphones, but I don't yeah. know. Is there, is there some kind of thick, like, is it in a pocket where it's a thick pocket? I, I don't know, <laughs> you know, where the signal yeah, can't be. I, 
but I had, you know, I had it in a pouch, and mm-hmm. I figured, well, it's around my neck. I had it in a pouch. I yeah. figured maybe that was it, but when I took it out, mm-hmm. uh, what's weird is uh, if I turned it like one way, the signal kind of holds up, but if I just move it ever so slightly, then it starts to break up again. That is hmm. so strange. Yeah. This um, is Shree. Go ahead. Uh, Shree, go ahead. You know, two point oh. Whoa, I think you you cut out. Go ahead again. Uh, my oh. question was, my question was, um, if he knows that the Bluetooth supports four point oh or five point oh. Oh, like what's uh, the Bluetooth version on your headphones? Okay, yes. I am not sure about that, but it might be 5.0, but I'm not sure at all. Okay, what 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 if it was 4.0? This is true. I was going to say, okay, yeah, I was going to say you might have some connection issues. Running, you know, 4.0, uh, especially if you're watching, um, if you're streaming things. Uh, so that's why I was asking if, if you know. Oh, that's what I do is stream. Yeah, so that could be, you know, that's one of the reasons that the 5.0 was supposed to resolve some of the streaming latency. So hmm. that's why I was asking. Okay, I gotta check into that. Uh, all right. Well, hopefully... this is Keith, real quick. Yes, go ahead. Keith. I was just going to say, you guys know by next week what the okay. what the story is. You know. All right. Yeah. If all I right. Just... One sec, Dave. Let's let Keith. I think has another suggestion for you. I was just going to say real quick. If you bought them from Amazon, they're really pretty good about their descriptions, listing what the Bluetooth is. Yeah, that's a good point. So you should be able to find that out pretty quick. Like in Amazon, it'd be like in the product, like details or in the description, or there's like a features and details. So yeah, Dave, like if you, if anything else, if, if no other way, like if you go back onto that page, hopefully it'll tell you. So. Oh, where yeah. what did it from? Uh-huh. Like the Amazon, the product page. Right. Well, I have the booklet in print though that came with it. Uh-huh. Would that help? I mean, it might, you could maybe need some, you know, either like uh, OCR or something apps to read it. I think it would be quicker to just, you know, see if the page on Amazon tells yeah, I you. Look at that yeah. Page. Yeah. yeah. I don't look at that page because I have it. I saved it, sure. you know, because I okay. ordered it. Yeah. So sure. uh, that's what I'm going to do. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Oh, very good. All right. Well, good luck. And yeah, let us know if you get to the bottom of it. Yeah. All right, very good. Who would like to ask our next question? Thomas here in Grand Junction. All right, go ahead, Thomas. Uh, I have a couple of questions. The first one is uh, if anybody uses Envision, uh, I bought a lifetime subscription to them and I updated their app like two days ago. Mm -hmm. And now my lifetime subscription keeps saying it's expired. I just wondered if anybody else has had an issue with that. And then the second question I had was, how would I go about becoming a mentor for somebody learning uh, voiceover in the iPhone? 
Right. Well, I'll take as the facilitator your mentoring question. If you go to our website, which is ibugtoday.org, so spelling out the I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y.org, right. there is a mentor and a mentee applications are there. So you'd fill Perfect. out the mentor application. Perfect. Awesome. I'll do that. Oh, Thanks. Very cool. Well, thank you for wanting to be a mentor. All right. Um, on the Envision question, does anyone... I'm going to go into mine now and like see if my if my subscription is set. Um, has anyone had this happen to them at all with their subscription? And do you have any, any thoughts? Uh, oh, mine is doing it as well. Oh, my goodness. This yes. is free. Yes. Uh, oh my! I'm. I apologize. I don't know why this music just came on when I went to check my subscription. Um. Keep going. Go ahead, Shree. So I had that same issue last year when I purchased it, and I had to go to. Um. I called Apple Care, and I went to the, the app purchase, the sales department, and. I think what uh-huh. happened was, uh, in my case it went between transition between a reoccurring monthly because I used to have a monthly subscription. And when I purchased the lifetime, it got cross-tracked and they were able to track it down and eventually switched mine to an annual subscription. I mean, I'm sorry. A a, lifetime. A lifetime purchase. Right. Sorry. Interesting. So you were not able to do that within like the app, the the subscription settings, right? Like in iTunes, or you weren't able to do like a restore purchase thing. Like they had to go in and manually adjust. Uh, I'm not. This is true. Yes, go ahead. Shree. Yeah, I'm not sure what they had to do in the back end, uh, mm-hmm. but she could she could see that I signed up and paid the lifetime membership because she mm-hmm. saw that in the transition on the transaction. So that's how they were able to figure it out. But that's what I did. But I did this last year. Right. Okay, go ahead, Thomas. Yeah, so, and and I logged out, and I logged back in, and it still said expired. So I went to the, to ask them to call me. Yeah. Hopefully they call me back, but I think, because it hasn't had an issue until now, but the the update a day or two ago said something about click the restore button but it says mm-hmm. sorry your thing is expired yeah. and it plays uh, that music so yeah yeah exactly that's i think this yeah. music that i just if i've I, never heard that music before like so. right this music yeah yep yeah that is very yep. odd all so, right anyway <laughs> well thank you for We're this good. i will go fill that so, application out thanks so much for your time very, i'll be listening it sounds good and definitely so it sounds like we're both going to be calling apple <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I'm going to try Envision first. I'll make them call me back first and see if they call oh, me back. Oh, that's a good point. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm literally experiencing the exact same thing now. I did restore and it says, oops, sorry, but your free trial period has come to an end. Why yeah, exactly. That's exactly yeah. the same thing so, I got. So. I think something happened with their, they're doing the, their sale and something like, yeah. So, all right, well, let us know how that goes. All I right, be requesting the callback too. See, the more people they have, you know, mentioning this, the yeah. sooner it'll get fixed. Yeah, that's oh, what I did. Thanks so much. Yeah, very good. This all right, Keith. thank you. Go ahead, Keith. So I have not updated yet, and I went to the app, and it hijacked me. It's, it, it it landed on a an update is available page. Oh. The only option is to update. 
of so course it is they have you because i was going to go look in settings to see if you could if there was a place to restore purchases but yeah. i guess i have to update now and find <laughs> out the hard way <laughs> I, I would yeah. not update because it, it won't work if you update but if you don't update it'll still work oh, but uh, he said hijacked. he can't yeah right you it have a screen yeah uh -huh. oh. i cannot get out of it's just an update available page that has the only option uh, is to update. I can't scrub out of it. I closed it out, opened yep. it back well, up. Well, it's not going to work after that. Yeah. So they'll hopefully yeah. come you know what's, the fix. What's very <laughs> ironic, I'm looking in the update log right now. And for this version, this 2.3.20 that came out today, the, the feature says write subscriptions data. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Interesting. An overall okay. crash fixed update. So yeah, no, not the right subscriptions data. But okay. Great. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. You. I'll be listening. Um, yeah. All right. Thanks, Thomas. All right. Who would like to ask the next question? Feel free Maria, to. I have a question yes. if, if nobody else does. All right, I, I don't think anyone else All right, look at that. All right, go ahead. So what's happening, like on my 11 Pro Max, I'm on mm -hmm. it right now as mm -hmm. far as the on the call, and I can hear my voiceover just fine. And mm -hmm. when I get on my iPhone 8 and I'm on a Zoom call, I cannot hear my voiceover at all. And I've tried every way to turn up the volume and – uh and nothing works. Ah, oh, all right. Does anyone have any suggestions on this one? I actually might have a suggestion because I feel like I've experienced this in the past. Have you tried turning voiceover off and back on? I feel like it like does some reset with the audio. I've done that and I've, I have not, um, I've, I've done that and restarted the phone, but I think uh, it might be time just to offload it and load it back up, see if that works. <laughs> yeah. But I was trying to avoid that. Sure. This is oh. Street. All right. Go ahead, Street. Thank you, Maria. Mine was doing the same thing, and I just did what you suggested, and it's working like a charm. Oh, wonderful. Well, happy to help. And I'm sorry, Keith, that that did not solve your problem. <laughs> oh, my. I'm um, definitely going to try that again yeah. before I offload it and, and uh, see if that works. But yeah. it, see, that tip was well worth the call right there. <laughs> All Thank right. You. Very good. All right. Well, good luck with that. All right. Who would like to ask the next question? Feel free, like I said, to unmute and let us know. Or if you have some comment, like if you've played with an app or something recently. Hi, this is Jody. Okay, go ahead, Jody. Hi, Maria. Um, hey. Yes, I, I just tried the same thing, turning the uh, voiceover on and off. And I still, that, that's the one thing I'm wondering is how to balance the volume between voiceover and 
the other tasks that you're doing on your phone because I, I can't seem to, you know, one is, one is quiet. I've played with audio docking and all that. And yeah. I always end up with one being very quiet and the other one being much louder. So I, I wonder, if, is there a way to individually turn volume up and down on the various things? I've looked in sounds, I've looked in accessibility and I can't find it. This is Keith. All right, go ahead, Keith. I know audio ducking does not work in Zoom. I do ah. know that. All right. Well, not just Zoom, but other applications as well. Mm -hmm. This is Dana. Okay, go ahead, Dana. Yeah, I had the same problem before. Uh, when volume, I couldn't hear a volume. And what I did was... Um, I put earphones, plugged earphones in, and um, I held down the volume up button and ran my finger all over the screen, kept my finger on the screen, and ran my finger all over the screen until I heard the uh, volume go up in my earbuds or earphones. And then un unplugged them, and that seemed to work. All right. So just to clarify that part about running your hands on the screen, so you your fingers. So it sounds like you were wanting to have voiceover, like constantly talking while you were raising the volume, right? To make sure that you were raising the voiceover volume. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I. Uh, as I was running my finger all over the screen, I, I did not, I did not lift my finger off the screen. It, it just, mm -hmm. um, the volume just kept raising, you know, mm -hmm. getting louder, louder and louder in my my earphones. Oh, yeah. And um, mm -hmm. then I just uh, unplugged my earphones, and I, I could hear the voiceover through my speaker on my phone. That is so interesting because I feel like the volume is, is separate for earphones. Okay, go ahead, Keith. This is Keith. I was <laughs> going to say, I have problems sometimes when I unplug headphones and lose my sound or my volume. And I do the same thing with the, the volume switch on the, the side of the phone. Just hold it up while I'm uh, just going back and forth on the screen. But my question to Jody is, and I'm sure you do, I'm just asking questions. Uh, do you have volume in your rotor? Do I have what? Volume in your rotor? Uh, no. Yes, excuse me, I do. Yes, I do. Okay. I find that handy in some of these apps that, you know, that change a little bit. And that was one thing that didn't help me in this Zoom situation that was Kind of frustrating, but I think that's that's really the two ways. Like uh, what uh, Dana was saying there, and then the volume in the rotor. You know, that's that's the best way I've been able to control it. Anyway, this is Jody. Go ahead, Jody. So, so the the volume in the rotor does it work differently than the volume? I'm I'm a, I just thought it was interchangeable whether I use the volume controls on the side of the phone or the volume controls on my headset or the volume controls in the rotor, but they work differently. This is Keith. Go ahead, so, Keith. So, depending on how you have your settings on the buttons on the side, um, if you yeah. do, if voiceover is not activated, and that's the whole reason of uh, putting your finger on the screen while you have the button held, 
is because you're trying to activate voiceover. So it's changing that voiceover volume. Any other time you're changing like the volume of your music or the volume of your ringer, unless you have it, have those uh, buttons turned off, you can turn those buttons off in settings and it will not change anything. So, uh, you know, so it does control the voices, your voice over voice and your Siri voice independently. And of course, your music ah. and all that. All right, go ahead, Brad. Oh, oh sorry. Thank you. Yes, go. The go ahead. volume then. in the rotor adjusts the volume of your voiceover volume relative to the system volume. I, I don't think you change voiceover volume any other way, but relative to the system volume, any other way. I believe the, the, the no matter what you do, um, using the volume buttons on the side of the phone, even if you're moving your finger around, I believe that is adjust, adjusting only the system volume. Once upon a time, I went, I can't do it now, explain it now, but I did a test on that. And you can mess with the side buttons all you want, but then go into voiceover and see what your voiceover volume is set at because that is your voiceover volume relative to the system volume and i think that's the only way to change that is either going into the voiceover settings or the rotor oh this is jody so so the rotor controls the voiceover volume and the and the side buttons control the system volume and thank you so very much i'm gonna go play with it all right very good well good luck with that yeah lots of different types of volumes we're finding out so thomas um, here go ahead thomas yes i can confirm that yes the volume in the rotor is strictly for the voiceover and i generally set mine like 70 percent so but yeah you can go all the way down to zero and have no voiceover 10 or 20 but yeah that's how you set it this is Sandra. go ahead Sandra. just uh just to clarify, with regard to turning, you know, having the using the volume buttons to control the volume, you like like somebody said earlier, just you you do have to set it one way or another. I don't remember what the default is, but um, just gotta be aware of that. So, all right, this is Keith. All right, go ahead, Brad, and then we'll take Keith. So go ahead, Brad. Well, you, when you when you go into your uh, settings, and then I believe it says sounds and haptics. There is a switch in there to make it so that the volume buttons on the side will uh, not change the ringer volume. Forgive me, I can never remember how these things are actually labeled um, because you can set it so that the volume buttons on the side, if the phone's, well, if the phone's ringing, touching the volume on the side is just gonna mute the ringer. But there, the, if, you, if you go into your setting and say it to, you know, um, set it so the volume buttons do not change the, the, the volume of the ringer or alerts. They'll stay the same. Uh, well, at least they're supposed to stay the same. Um, and, and then you're just dealing with your system volume on the side buttons. That's it. All right. And go ahead, Keith. Yep. Proof is in the pudding. Thank you so much, Brad. I, uh, so I turned down the volume in my rotor to 75% and then turned down my voiceover volume with the, I just muted it with the buttons on the side. And then I raised the volume, just like we said, with the screen on the finger, activating voiceover and turned it all the way up and then went and looked 
at the rotor again, and it was still on 75%. So that's exactly what it's doing. All right. Very good. All right. Then who would hope, um, glad to hear that that seems to be a bit resolved. So yay. All right. Who would like to ask the next question? We have about 10 minutes before halftime. So who would like to ask? Susan. All right. Uh, go ahead. Uh, Susan, give me just a sec. Let me just see if anyone sure, else. No yeah. And then we can come back. All right. Anyone else? especially first time, anyone who hasn't asked a question yet, who would like to? All right, well then go ahead, Susan, we'll go with your next question. Okay, I'm trying to find the search button um, in songs on my iPhone and I can't find it. It says in, um, you know, uh, it, it, it says index and stuff like that and, and you know i have all the songs in alphabetical order but i cannot yeah. find search so where is it okay is is this the alarm question that we went no no oh uh, just in a uh, different okay yeah. in the music app well i am trying to find a particular song for another reason but um mm -hmm. i i want to um uh do a search uh you know, like, where is it? It's trying to, like, finding a needle in a haystack with all the sure. songs I have. This is Keith. Right. Okay, go ahead, Keith. So do you have these songs saved in the music app? Uh, on iTunes. Everything I have in iTunes, I've bought and own. I don't know if I'm answering your question right, but... You're on your iPhone or your yes. iPad? Yeah, iPhone. And if you load... How did you load the the songs how did you buy them on itunes on the computer or your phone uh my phone i do it both see it's okay. synced together what i have on my iphone and itunes it's on my ipad great so That's you it. should be able to uh, open up your music app and there'll be their new music app and there's a search tab on the lower right hand side of the screen yeah i tried that um I guess it's just hiding from me because um, sometimes yes. sometimes you have to swipe right and left until it's like, uh-huh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, go ahead, Brad. Yeah. Once you've, once you've found that search uh, button that Keith's talking about in the lower right and you select it and double tap on it, you then have a, um, a search edit field towards the top. Now, the secret here is you can search for a song, whatever it may be. And then below that search edit field are two buttons. One is search on Apple Music. And the other one, forgive me. It, uh, searching your search library. On, yeah, searching your library. Thank you. And that's what's on your device. So you want to, if you're looking for a song you purchased on iTunes and it's on your phone, that's the one you want. Search in library. Thank you, Maria. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, because I don't touch Apple Music at all. I don't, you know, at least with iTunes, when you buy a song, it's yours to keep. So thanks, y'all. Appreciate yeah. it very much. And all right. Good on. luck with good luck with that. Yeah, I wonder if somehow it accidentally got like switched to Apple Music and that's why you're not seeing the results yeah. or something. It's, it's just another monthly bill that I don't <laughs> need anyway. Thank you. All right. Well, good luck with that. This is all Keith. Right. All right. Go ahead, Keith. 
you do not have to have a Apple Music subscription. If you purchase those uh, songs through iTunes, they'll automatically load into your music app and that as a player. So you can search those. And, and like Brad said, you know, just make sure that that uh, after you type in your search, uh, just make sure that you're searching your library. All right. Very good. All right. Anything else on this question? All right. Then who would like to ask our next question to take us into the halftime? We have five minutes. So if you're until halftime, so if your question can be answered in five minutes. All right, or if your comment on an app or the like. No Facebook questions. This is Shree. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Shree. I was just going to make a comment, something that I go learned um, this week. You know, we do a lot of um, support here and sometimes one of our solutions that we recommend is doing a force reboot where we do a volume up volume down and the side button mm -hmm. and i just want to make sure everybody understands a force reboot requires that side button to be held down for about 15 seconds it's not where it says volume up volume down you hold it and it says you know it says power off double tap that does not do a force reboot okay very good. So yeah, I guess it sounds like Apple wanted to make that pretty deliberate. Yes, so you, you yeah. have to hold it down. All right. Very good. Thank you for that. And welcome back. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. Anyone else have a short comment or question before the halftime? All right, I'll make a quick question, which is hopefully yes or no. Um, has anyone noticed I went to edit my profile because in Facebook because I realized that I literally had some links in there to like things that don't exist anymore, like Yahoo Messenger and AIM and things like that. And um, I was having trouble, like when I was clicking on the buttons to, you know, in theory, like remove the info and stuff, like nothing was happening. So I actually ended up doing it on my PC. Um, but yeah, has anyone else like experienced like any places in the app where um, like things just don't happen when you click on these buttons to to like edit your profile or I don't know, maybe it's somewhere else too in the app. This is Hershey. Or, uh, go ahead, Hershey. Hey, just wanted to remind people that the new iPhone should be launched in a month, I believe. So uh, probably the 13th of next month. All right. Well, we will uh, definitely, I'm sure when the events and such happen uh, with Apple, we tend to have a little like debrief and talk, summarize them and fun stuff like that. So definitely. yeah. And welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> All right. 
anyone else like to make a quick comment in our we have a minute until until halftime here so I'll make a small little story for a minute before halftime. Um, so in, in Croatia, so as I was coming back, you know, you have to have a negative COVID test um, for to enter into US. And I was trying to digitally, uh, like, reg- I didn't have to, but I wanted to digitally register this EU testing certificate. Um, and uh, this app that I don't even, I think it was called COVID Go or something. It was like literally the most unintuitive thing. It like, it went into Croatian, which is fine, except that when English voiceover tries to speak Croatian, it wasn't that easy. So like I was reading, it was my braille display and it just was not at all intuitive and like no one seemed to know or give instructions and things like that. So um, yeah, it was definitely an, an adventure. I think I had like four or five different like EU apps or something before I finally got to the correct one. So definitely a little more disorganized than I uh, was uh, expecting. Uh, but but I succeeded in the end. And on that happy note, I will turn it over to you, Sandhya. All right. Thank you, help. Maria. Very good. So busy there. All right. Lots of questions and information. And now we're getting ready for the middle midpoint and so with that we'd like to invite anybody who didn't get to say hello the first time around just to say your name and where you're from we'd love to see if you didn't get to say hi the first time this is brad and i am in dallas hey brad welcome this nikki is in keith san in austin. oh sorry keith in austin and nikki welcome in san francisco this is kenny in missouri hey kenny welcome linda from mumble linda very nice. Glad to have you. Anybody else? Hey, this is Hershey, usually in Florida, but right now in Minnesota. <laughs> hey, Hershey, glad to have you. All right. Anybody else? Okay. All right. Anybody else? Okay, so real quick recap. This is Marty. Hey, Marty, welcome to hey. you. All right. Glad to have you. All right. Definitely the Northeast is in power this week, huh, Maria? I tell you. Okay. So, indeed. Uh, indeed. <laughs> well, we are just super glad all of y'all are here. And it's just lovely to hear new voices asking questions and sharing. And that is what this is all about. And uh, we're just super glad y'all are here. Okay. And Absolutely. keep telling your friends. And, um, you know, we hope that we can all help each other. All right. So, with that, real quick recap of announcements. Mr. McCulloch, our wonderful iBug guy, went through several for this week. So, um, and just so you know, every Monday night we do this, the iBug buzz from 7.30 to 9.30, all time central. Just letting you know, on Labor Day, we are going to take a break, okay? We rarely do this. It's probably one, maybe two breaks a year that we get on Monday because we love our call, but we have a surprise. So um, we're just going to get, we're going to take Labor Day off, all right? That's, you know, go enjoy being with your friends and family and so forth. And then on the 13th of September, the lucky 13, we will be celebrating our 500th call, all right? 500 calls. We have some fun and celebrations in plan. If you've done them before, you are in for a treat. And we hope that our new friends and old friends all come on Monday, September 13th, all right? There'll be lots more information about that coming forward, but just letting you know. Okay, then tomorrow night, iBug night, iBug uh, buzz on Clubhouse, mini buzz from 5 to 6 Central Time. 
Online that's on the Clubhouse platform. If you need an invitation, send us an email at ibugtoday at gmail.com and we will arrange for that to make that happen. Wednesday, Wednesday, we have Android Insight. Again, 7 p.m. Central and our wonderful host of that call is on with us tonight. We're so, we're graced to have him. And that is Hershey. So Hershey, we're super glad you're here and uh, we will bring everybody over to that call on Wednesday night, okay? And then Thursday, Thursday we have Trekkie Talk and then we have the host of that on here as well. We got all our helpers here today. So that's Kenny. And so Kenny will be hosting the Trekkie Talk Discovery Season 2, Episode 7 and 8. So get busy, start reading, or I mean, start watching the audio described episodes. Then, 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 I bug night at the virtual movies and with those amazing cryptic clues i've just run out of words because they're just uh undecipherable i, I don't know ran out of words i'll have to get my thesaurus out or something um so with those clues we have the ever wonderful mr ibug guy himself ibug guy are you out there uber eats <laughs> Yeah, I never know what you're going to say, but okay, we're glad you're here, Uber. Uber, yes, yes, yes. All right, we are ready for our, what are we doing? Oh, we're going to be finding out what the movie is, the big reveal for tonight. So just want to welcome everyone to Michael Movie. <laughs> and like always, don't yell out the titles, say your name, and wait to be recognized by me before you answer. So we are go actually, we're going to go backwards. We're going to start with clue number five tonight. No, sorry. I no, can't do that. No, no, no. They go from harder to easy, so we'll have to do that the other way. All right, so clue number one. You know, in our movies in the past, we've seen rivers, ponds, lakes, seas, and oceans. And guess what? Our feature this week, we're going to see some more water. <laughs> more water? Like a swimming pool? All right, guys, anybody going to take a stab at that one? A movie with water? This is Kenny. Kenny, Kenny go ahead. Uh, water world water world that's a good guess but that's not what we're seeing how about mr dana go ahead and raper and wild the what raper wild the river, river wild okay uh that's close well that's not even close sorry good guess is this a tree all right Shree. he's gonna get it is it aquaman Aquaman! Oh man, how did you come up with that? But that's not it either. <laughs> Great guesses from everyone. Man, all right, we're going to move to clue number two. Our feature is based on a true story from the early 1900s. Nikki. Nikki. Titanic. Titanic, that is a awesome guess. And guess what? Ding, 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 ding. You got it on the second clue, Nikki. Wow. Well, my first awesome. guess before was going to be Caddyshack. And that's awesome, a awesome, awesome, awesome. 
Boy, I didn't even get to talk about the actual vehicle itself. All right. Anyway, that's our movie for the week. Titanic starring that uh, scientist and artist Leonardo de something. And Caprio. Oh, it's not it's not Da Vinci. Okay. No, no, unfortunately. And (laughs) and uh, early version of Kate Winslet. Well, I guess it's an early version of Leonardo also. From 1997, when did it come out? Yeah, somewhere in there. So anyway, join us this Friday for the Titanic. And maybe it won't sink this week. I don't know. Is this the extended version? All right, Johnny. What do we have for our winter, 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 tonight? All right, Nikki is a lucky girl. I tell you, she's got the heart of the ocean, which is a 56 carat blue diamond that they, you know, brought up from the bottom of the ocean just for you. All right, so there you go. You can wow your friends. I don't know how it will fit on your neck, but it sounds like it's pretty big and pretty heavy. All right, so there you go. You will be thank in you, style, thank you, thank you. Nikki. All right, okay, have fun. Thank you. <laughs> okay, all right, very good. Heart of the Ocean, that's the name of the necklace. So there you go. Okay, thank you, Mr. McCulloch, for those awesome clues. And we actually guessed the movie, so we are making progress. And so I think we, did we tell them when the movie is going to be? Mr. McCulloch, did you tell them when the movie is going to be? This Friday. (laughs) Okay. Exactly (laughs) narrow it down. Yeah, narrows it down. Friday has 24 hours. It will be 7.30 p.m. for the pre-movie social. And then if you want to stick around for the movie, it will start at 8. And after that, we have the post-movie critique and trivia. Yes, and this is a good long movie. It's three hours and some odd minutes, so take your naps and we will be ready to go. All right. Okay, so with that, uh, I think there's something else I was supposed to tell you. But oh, it, was yeah. Jim. it takes two and a half hours to sink that sucker. I know. Okay, go ahead, Jim. Can I take my nap during the movie? No, no napping no. during the movie. Only Michael can do that. All right, Mr. McCulloch, say good night, Mr. McCulloch. Good night, Mr. McCulloch. All right, you're so good. Okay, all right, back to our regularly scheduled <laughs> program. We are now all going to behave. Yeah, it was pretty good. Y'all were pretty well behaved. Okay, so who didn't get a turn to ask a question? You know, we want to give everybody a turn, and then we'll go back and, you know, do second rounds of questions. This is this is Marty. Marty, go ahead. Um. I know which one, but I'm wondering when you get them out of the box, the AirPods Max, how do you know which one is the right ear and which one's a left ear other than like, you know, me showing it to my wife, but in other words, how do we know which one is the right ear and which one is the left oh, ear? Oh, great question. Who has, yeah, go ahead, Brad. You took an AirPod Max, the headphones or AirPod Pro? No, the Max. The Max. Well, because the Pro uh, is easy. The Pro is in the case. Yes, that is true. 
the Max. That's a good question because when I first got mine, uh, I had it on backwards. Um, but the the um, the side with the controls on it, the digital crown and the little uh, rectangular button goes on the right hand side. Now, how did you figure that out, or how did you? trial and error first i had them on backwards and i think i was using them and i was on clubhouse or something and everybody uh i sounded far away because apparently where the little microphone thing must be on the front side so then i'm like going okay i got to figure out what's going on here so i open up my iphone and i found a piece of music that i was very familiar with that i knew opened with a piano intro that comes out of the left channel only. And I had them, when I had them on backwards, it was coming out of the right. So I said, okay, that settles that they're backwards. So I flipped them around. Everybody could hear me better and the world was right. Well, this is Marty and I sort of didn't do it the way you did it. The way I found out was I, call my house phone and leave a message on a voicemail and i had him on the, the opposite way also and i played it back and i thought these sound muffled for like a 500 some dollar headphone exactly. turned them around did the same thing again and they were fine mm. so that's so you kind of almost did the same thing i did but yeah because my wife said the only designation is in the um, inside part, like in the material. There's like a little marking. She couldn't even find it right away. All right. Well, very cool. But something Thanks, Apple Lord. might want to work on to, you know, they have voiceover, but yet they do not have a way for a blind person to identify right and left. Thanks. Thank you, Marty and Brad. All right, next, who has a new question, observation? Nikki. Nikki. With question number 570. <laughs> um, Go ahead. Uh, can, can I make a suggestion on that last last thing before um, before I ask my question? Because the, the library for the, uh, not the library for the blind, but the Lighthouse for the Blind had these very, very tiny, tiny dots. And that might be something that they could, people could put on the right or the left-hand side, depending on which, on the outside, and it wouldn't interfere with anything. Yeah, They're just bump dots. tiny, yes. tiny yes. little things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. So sure. can I ask a Zoom question? Sure, go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> well, we had, I'm on the board of directors of the East Bay Center for the Blind, and we had a Zoom, we finally had our second Zoom board meeting, and we recorded it. Now, the first recording came through just fine, but the second one, there was evidently a glitch in it. Now I haven't seen it, but it went to the general manager, um, and and she had the the uh, East Bay Center computer whiz look at it, and there's some kind of glitch. They couldn't open it, and I'm wondering how often does that happen? I noticed that you guys are recording this, and do do you do you have glitches like this occasionally, or can they send another link? Is the recording still good? I'm not quite sure what's happening, but I figured, you know, they're going to call on me to kind of figure out what's going on. So I thought maybe you guys could help out. Thank you very much. All right. This um, is Maria. Go ahead, Maria. Uh, I guess I would wonder in terms of the recording itself is good if you had the access to the link for the recording um, to see first if it plays from that page. There should be a player. 
Um, and if it does, then, you know, the recording is good. And so then the question theory and then the question is, um, if it allows for a download of the recording, which it sounds like it does, then hopefully you could be like download it again and see if you could get a new copy of a file. I, I've never had that happen where the record, the only thing I can think of is maybe the recording didn't download completely. Like, and in that case, the extension would have like a bunch of numbers and such at the end. So it wouldn't just say dot M4A or dot M4 MP4. There would be like other, other numbers and such, but yeah, like I've, I haven't had an issue with if all goes well with the recording and stuff. I haven't had an issue where it's not playable after. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll mention that to her because um, she she has the original because it's her name on the license for the Zoom program. Mm -hmm. And and so she sends me the link. Mm -hmm. And uh, the first time the link, I had no problems with the link. Other people did, but I didn't. And so I'm, I'm just going to ask her, she can't send me the whole thing. So she'll have to just send me the link. So I'm just going to ask her to send me the link and Again. we'll see, maybe, maybe me fumbling around can figure it out. Um, you know, sometimes the professionals don't do so well, but people who don't know too much about it, they stumble across <laughs> the answer by accident. Yeah. <laughs> so much. Thank you so much, Maria. Sure. This is Brad. Good deal. Go ahead, Brad. I was going to say, when you get those emails for cloud recording, there's two links. One link only works for the account owner and the other link is to share possible nikki got sent the wrong link that is true the professional if it's a professional account yeah so. <laughs> can, can i answer that question yes go ahead okay i did get the link but that's something interesting because that means that jan can only open her link and the one that she has to send to us she can't open is that correct this is brad brad I don't know. I never tried. I oh, always oh. open the one that for me from my account. I've never bothered even sharing it with anybody, but I would okay. assume that the uh, owner can open the either link. Right. Yeah, this is this is Maria. Yeah, the shared link, um, typically, unless the passcode's been disabled, there's a passcode that goes along with it. And so it's like right. they don't care who, you know, opens it. I mean, in theory, I would think, I don't know what happens if she's like permanently logged in because I don't have mindset to auto log me in because I manage some accounts and such. So I, it depends, you know, on the day, which account I, I want to log into. But like in theory, especially if she's logged out, like, it, you know, Zoom won't care if she's the owner, she'll get prompted for the passcode if she clicks on the sharing link and then she enters the passcode and then she would, you know, be able to open it. So that shouldn't okay. matter. But the, the first link is the one that's going to ask for the actual account login. That's why only the host can access the first one. And it says in the email, I mean, it should be pretty, you know, explanatory for her. Like one says something like for, for oh, what the heck does it say? Like for hosts only or for I forget something only. And then like the other one says, like, if you want to share your link or whatever, or others can view the recording at this link or something like that. Okay. Great. Well, that gives me a good idea because I haven't seen the original um, mm -hmm. in the original email, so I'm not exactly sure what it says, but what I will definitely, it? yeah, see what we can do. And thank you so much. All I right. really appreciate all this. Okay. Very good. Good question, Miss Nikki. Okay. Who's next? Somebody new hasn't had a turn. Dying to ask a question. Well, maybe not dying, but this really. is free. Cree, go ahead. So <clears throat> I'm opening this question to anyone listening but maybe maria can answer since she traveled overseas my question is the fact that you have the 12 and your phone can support a e-sim 
Have you tried it out overseas? And if so, how was the experience? Or if anyone has tried an eSIM? Uh, well, th this is Maria. Um, I'll just let you know, I did not actually try it just because I figured I was only there for a couple of weeks and it wasn't worth it for me. I just used on the occasional times, I just used my um for my uh, carrier here, there's a, you can, once you activate the international feature, you can pay $10 a, a day and use your same data plan that you have. And so for the fact that I used it like two times or something, that was just easier for me. Um, but yeah, I, I know it's very, I did look it up for my parents' sake, but they're not, they're a little bit less comfortable with technology. And when they saw the article with all the steps, they were like, no, and they got a physical sim. But um, yeah, it's definitely very dependent on like the carrier and how they, um, how you activate it. Like whether you scan a QR code and it takes you somewhere or whether you like download their app and go from there. I forget now because this is like a couple of months ago that I looked it up for my parents. But yeah, it seemed very like dependent on the carrier you kind of just have to like follow what they tell you to do all right very cool very interesting all right yeah all these issues come up when you travel and yeah it's like oh yeah and and actually this is Maria. i have to give a quick tip for anyone who is traveling make sure your data plan like make sure it's activated before you leave because mine was fine but my brother's i don't know what happened with him but he literally like activated it overseas and i think he got his data plan to work for like 10 minutes and then it stopped working and uh, like, and then also he couldn't like his supposedly only showed that he had 3G, which is not, there is 4G, you know, in Croatia. So things were just, and I have a, they're on a different carrier. So I don't know if it had to do with the carrier. It was through their, the, the cable company, but yeah, I would just definitely advise, like if anyone's going overseas, like make sure this stuff is activated before you leave. Like you really don't want to be troubleshooting this when you're abroad and like struggling to make a phone call. Right. Exactly. All right. Well, very good. Hope we're getting to travel. Okay. Who has a new question or issue? Just remember, stick around to the nine o'clock hour. We will have our iBug Bites, our hint, a really cool demo from Ms. Maria. So stick around for that just a few more minutes. So who has a question? Anybody? before that well anybody this is Karen I have a question yes ma'am go ahead I noticed this in podcasts I'm not sure if it happened anywhere else but I noticed it in two different podcasts where I'm listening to it and all of a sudden the volume gets a little higher has that ever happened to anybody it doesn't get real high but it's like like three clicks down on the volume button will take it back down to where it was before. So it's not blasting or anything, but I thought that was awfully strange. Yes. Okay. This is, this is Maria. <clears throat> um, which app are you using, Karen? Is that the built-in podcast app or something else? Built-in one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what I'm wondering, because sometimes with 
depending on the podcast, you just like with the recording, I mean, anything is possible. It's, you know, possible that there was some volume distortion or something for a moment. Um, I don't know if, cause I don't use the built-in podcast app. Um, like my, uh, I use Castro, which is a third party client and there is a setting to, um, let's see, I don't want to start a podcast playing right now. I want to say it's called like normalize or something like that. And it's supposed to, um, kind of level that out <laughs> so then it doesn't happen which it does do well I just don't actually know if the built-in podcast I would assume if it had one it would just do it because I didn't have to set it in Castro so I don't does anyone know if the built-in app has a like a normalizing setting like that this yeah. is Keith go ahead Keith I, I actually don't know about that I was um but I have noticed I use a native podcast app and i noticed it does some funky stuff when the screen curtain closes and you open it back up sometimes when it closes it gets real soft and then when you open it up it 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 uh the volume goes up a little bit i've noticed that but um okay were you doing anything other than just listening to it yeah when you say you mean screen curtain or you mean when the phone locks up which one do you mean uh, I've noticed it with both, actually. Okay. Uh, it could have been. I don't use a screen curtain. I mean, I've used it before, but I don't use it. So it could have been when the phone locked up. It could have been. But it it got louder, though. My phone and gets louder. has it happened more than once? It happened at least twice with two different podcasts. Once. Okay, different podcasts. Mm-hmm. So that rules that out. I, the different podcasts. So, yeah, I, I would... I would try to see if something is happening while when it the volume is is uh, different if if it is locking or or doing something else. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, great question, Karen. Thank you. Good luck. Okay. Who's next with a question? Linda. Linda. Um, I have a funny thing that my phone does, and I don't know why. Um, it happens when I'm in the car, and it makes a funny little noise like boodaloo. And I've never heard that noise before. It's not one of the ringers or anything. I, I don't know why it's doing it. Does anyone else know or have that happen? All right. You, you, you have to show us that one more time, Linda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's Karen. Go ahead, Karen. I've, I've heard that similar noise when it just mysteriously flips back to the home screen or whatever that's called. I don't know why it does it. And it just flips back. And I'm like, wow, that's interesting. Like somebody was, like somebody had pressed a home button because I still have a home button. But I have heard it makes that blue, makes that noise. Okay. This is free. Yes, free. Um, do you know if your phone is connecting to the Bluetooth to your car? It shouldn't be because I have no use for that. But do you know if it's trying to connect to your car's Bluetooth? I don't know. Maybe it is. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out if that's what the indicated sound is. It's trying to, trying to connect to the car's Bluetooth. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Look like you've started, Linda. This is this is on you. Okay. All right. Well, we hope you figure it out. Go That's for a thought. drive and let us know. Okay. All right. Very 
Good. Anybody else with a new question? New issue. Michael. Sir? I was wondering, has anyone used the scan feature in the notes app? Anybody using the scan feature in the notes app? I'm asking, but, oh, go ahead. Shirley. No, go, go ahead and finish your thought, Mike. No, uh, Maria made me think about it. Uh, I know some states and some, depending on where you got your COVID vaccines, they have them electronically available. So it's real easy to get those. You know, some places are requiring proof. And if you don't want to carry around your card, your car is really valuable, but uh, I heard that uh, you can use the scan feature in notes and it, they're supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to auto capture it similar to some other apps and uh, creates a, you know, a nice picture. And then you got a note there that you could stick in a special folder and make it easy to find and all that. Go ahead, Jim. Well, hang on. I, you had three first, three first. Oh, three. Hang on, Tree and then Jim. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, um, I just scanned a document with the notes um, scan. Um, I didn't have any issues, um, but I didn't scan the um, the, um, the, uh, the the vaccination Vaccine. verification card. I didn't scan that, but I had no issue scanning you know, a two-page document using the note scan. Do, I, mean, I guess, can you describe how it, how the auto scan works on it? Do you use auto scan or do you do a, try to use a manual? I just did it manually. Okay. Because there's supposed to be an auto feature that's supposed to give some audible sound similar to, you know, some of the other OCR kind of apps that will capture it and makes a really clean picture. All right. Go ahead, Jim. Okay, I was going to ask about that because I had heard years ago and it's very likely changed because I'm old and I'm forgetful. Um, the notes app, I don't know how well it would be in terms of orienting you and your phone to the document like other OCR apps that are out there that are you know, for uh, us to use. Like um, you know the the uh, scanning the scanning assistant in Voice Dream Reader or uh, Envision AI or uh, SuperSense, you know they all have um, a way of letting you know whether or not your document is completely in focus. I don't know whether that's available in Notes scanning or not. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Michael. I yes. guess I, I yeah. had read I had read that that feature is now available in, in an oh, auto ca auto capture. You know, I mean, obviously, the Notes app. Once you go to that feature, it brings up your camera, and then there's a one of the buttons you would select is switch between auto and manual, and then start lifting your camera up above the document and supposed to be hearing some audible sound that will then capture it. But uh, I haven't tried it. I guess I'll go try it. Maybe we'll do a demo on it one day. Miss Kathy. Right. Go ahead, Miss Kathy. 
Hi, by the way. <laughs> Hello. You're late, but it's okay. Go ahead. I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Is it possible that you could use the QR scan? Like, um, so one day Paul scanned something that was on the TV, I guess. If you did, if you held up the phone, it would like do this. I think I'm saying it right, QR. Yes. And, and then it would, I forgot what that did. It did something to do with the weather. And then I, when I got my package from Stitch Fix, you could do the QR. You would just hold it over this paper. I wasn't sure which paper it was. And it seemed like a couple of them put, did the QR thing and sent me to a place. I guess it was a website. Um, and my other question is, you know, it seems funny. Like, we get all these cards. I mean, I know a Social Security card is usually just a cardboard card that hangs around for years and they've been saying you know put this put your vaccination card in a ziploc bag because it's not going to last forever and it's like something happening to the ink where it's just you know they made them really cheap or the ink is fading or i don't know okay well we're so gonna you know those are great questions and i mean i think one issue just real quick i don't want to get too far into this but um it is a very relevant topic i mean i think that uh it has to be, you can't like laminate it or things like that because people have to keep adding, you know, information like now if you need a, something else or a booster or whatever, they have to be able to add information so they discourage people from laminating. So I, I guess that's what prevents it from being made in something more durable. Okay, I, I don't want to, Mr. McCulloch, are you good? Well, you're going to do your homework and talk, talk about it next yes, time. Yes, sir, Brad. I just opened up the notes app on my iPhone and used it to scan something. It beeped and told me, you know, how to orient my phone, you know, told me I was too close, moved farther away. I got far wow. away, so I moved closer. It beeped, and when I had the thing lined up, it automatically snapped the picture. And wow. then it was ready to snap another one. And I hit a button that said save, and uh, I scanned the little user's guide for my little Victor stream that happened to be just sitting right here. And uh, I was able to read the page that I scanned. So apparently it works just like, you know, OCR scanner apps that we all know and love. So wow. I was not aware it did that. Slicker. Very cool. Slipper very nice. Cool. Yeah. Very Oh, yes, Mr. Yeah, someone had told me it had that feature now. I had I'd never heard of it, so that's why yeah. I it up. All right. This is true. Hey, go. We're going to have to, okay, just one more comment. We need to move on to our iBug Bites. Okay, go ahead, Sri. Yeah, I was just going to say the, the scan app, uh, the feature is also available in other Apple apps, such as Pages. They have a scanning option too. And I think there's one in either, both in Pages and the Keynote. I think you can also scan a note, uh, scan a document. Sorry. All right. Very good to have more options in the jewel box. Okay. Well, Ms. McCulloch, you're good. Yeah, go ahead, Maria. Oh, just quickly on this. Um, just wanted to say in terms of, since you mentioned it at the beginning of this discussion, the electronic, just uh, since we have a couple of New Yorkers, in case you weren't aware, the Excelsior Pass app is very accessible, which is our New York State electronic vaccine um, 
app for showing uh and it does work like you know someone with a has there's a scanner app and the person needing the proof scans the qr code that's on your screen um uh, so that that is how that works but yeah it's very accessible to retrieve the pass uh from the web and it nicely is labeled where it says like when you're reviewing the pass it says like barcode of the pass or something like that so it's um it's very accessible and just a quick tip you were saying Sandia, about ways to protect it um what i did if any of you have any um like when you go to events and you get like sometimes name tags, which are like, you know, lanyards, like you have the little like plastic um, po pockets where they put in your, uh, you know, card with your name. And I have one of those that uh, it, it was a good size, like same size as my vaccine card. And I just took the lanyard part out and then I have my card in this pocket. That I just Thanks you know carry. Lot, Maria. Why did, I, I just threw one away, but you know oh, no. you could have told me that earlier, right? <laughs> okay, well, better late than never. Okay, yeah. guys. All right, y'all. Very good discussion. Super cool. I've got to go check out the notes app and others. Okay, so we are now going to do iBug Bytes. So we're going to master mute. We'll it's a brief demo, and then we'll resume our discussion of questions right after that. So hold tight. All right, Miss Maria, are you ready? All right, I am ready. Okay. So, all right. So for today's iBug Bite, I guess you could say we're um, unexpectedly building off of a theme from earlier in the call where we talked about alarms. And I want to talk about and show you where you can schedule um, a specific wake-up alarm. Uh, this is part of the iOS uh, health feature called the uh, sleep schedule. This used to be in the clock app called bedtime, but now it's been expanded into the health feature because you can also set a wind down shortcut, meaning like a shortcut to an app that you want to open up. Um, this is all part of promoting better health and better sleep. And when this mode turns on, it means that by default, your screen won't show all notifications. It'll just show you the shortcut to your app and it'll tell you that your alarm is on and such. So promoting you to, in theory, not look at your phone so much and you're getting ready to go to sleep or if you wake up in the middle of the night. And what's special about these alarms is uh, unlike the alarms, I wish all of Apple's alarms would be this way, but um, they're not at the moment. So the alarms in the clock app, they just come at their volume. They're not, uh, they don't gradually fade in. Like it's not an ascending tone. Whereas these bed, and for me, I find it just, it's a, like a very jarring, like I bolt out of bed when I hear that. And it's just not a good way to wake up. And so I prefer that these alarms uh, in the sleep schedule feature are very nice and soothing and they come in gradually so much nicer way to wake up so that's what I use it for you can use the schedule as well to help it helps um have a basis in uh, for which the uh health app can like track your sleep data and stuff like that but I said it primarily because of the um the alarm feature so um, and you cannot pick your songs from this one this is just only you have about like 10 or so pre-selected uh, uh I'm not pre-selected you have a 10 sound options from which to choose and they are different from the sound options in the um regular alarms in your clock app so these are special alarms um so all right so we're going to go into the health app health 
Summary. Okay, and this is your summary tab. We're gonna go over into the browse tab. A little so. louder. This is something a little bit louder, Maria. Oh, sorry. So browse. There you go. Okay, cool. Thank you. All right. Button. Oh, whoops. I didn't mean to. I hit Better. the side button. All right, let's go back into health here. There we go. All right, so we're gonna go to the browse tab, lower right hand corner of the screen. And we're gonna, there are various data categories here. We're gonna go into sleep. Sleep button selected. All right, now this is saying week, month, etc. This is showing sleep data. We're not interested in that for this, uh, for the, this purpose we're going to use headings on the rotor to go to the your schedule heading and i have cleared out my schedule so i can show you how this is set so it's going to say if i flick to the right next bedtime not set wake up okay so this and if i flick to the right there's an add button this is for adding a schedule only for the next day so if you want to add a schedule only for the next day the screen says wake up only and you have the same screen that i'm going to show you but if you want to make a recurring schedule you're going to keep flicking to the right schedule and options to this where it says full schedule and options and it doesn't seem like it's a button but it is a button that you can click on schedule one Button. All right. Now this label is a little strange. It's a sleep schedule one button. The one means that it's on that once you set your schedule, it will take effect. So if you double tap that, it, it would become a zero and um, meaning your schedule would turn off. So um, in order to set it, I'm just going to flick to the right to show you the screen. Full schedule heading. Set your first schedule button okay and here is uh what we want so this screen lets you no days are scheduled days tells you about the what this is heading. this is additional options you can set your sleep goal, goal here wind down. 45 wind down short your wind down and your wind zero. down shortcuts which are the app that i mentioned it'll show you on screen i won't go into that now because of the is a quick thing but that would allow you to pick from a bunch of different supported apps um that have this these wind down shortcuts but let me show you the schedule here we're going to go back no flick to the left to the set your first schedule cancel and button. here is the screen add so button. the add button this is what we're going to uh, double tap in the end set in the upper right hand corner button. when we're done set your first schedule just flicking to the right days active all right days active now these are a bunch of days that we can select and they're all going to be selected by default selected monday Selected. i'm just flicking to tuesday. the right and see if i double tapped tuesday tuesday is no longer selected i double tap again selected, selected. okay so selected. we're going to keep going selected. all seven Sunday. days bedtime and wake up all right now this is bedtime, 10 gonna this is gonna tell us our current setting uh but i'm going to for the sake of showing you how to set it we're gonna skip past that bedtime 10 p.m adjustable all right so this is just an adjustable so just like any other picker we're gonna we can flick up and down with one finger to adjust it and it'll adjust in five minute increments and what i think is cool is that it keeps track of whether the time that you have set meets your sleep goal so you can change your sleep goals like mindset to eight hours so like if i now um go to increase this bedtime to 10.05 say so i'm gonna flick up with one finger 10.05 p.m this schedule does not meet your sleep goal. And see right away, it's 
calculated right now between because the wake up the explanation told me before wake up was set at 6 a.m and so from 10.05 to 6 is less than eight hours right it's seven hours 55 minutes so it tells me and if i go back if i flick down 10 p.m this schedule meets your sleep goal so that's a nice little um touch there that it says that so i'm gonna leave it at 10 because i think this is remembering my settings or something because this is what i did have it set on so but this is how you would adjust it in five minute increments and we're gonna flick to the right wake up, wake up. alarm on 6 a.m. Okay. Adjustable. So there we go. So, and it nicely tells us, so you don't set the alarm here. We'll set that later on on the screen. This is strictly a wake up works just like the other one. Um, the, uh, the bedtime one that we just did, this is just letting us know that the alarm is also on. So again, if I flick up 6.05 a.m. This schedule meets your sleep goal. See, it confirms 6 a.m. But if I go below 5.55 a.m. This schedule does not meet your sleep goal. So again, just like what happened. So I'm going to flick back up with one finger to get 6 to 6 a.m. Because that is. Hours. And there we go. It shows the sleep amount. This schedule meets your sleep It goal. confirms that. I'm just flicking to the right. Alarm options. Okay. Heading. Here we go. Alarm options now. Wake up alarm. Switch button. On. Okay, and so this is a double tapping toggles it. So right now the wake up alarm is set to on. Sounds and haptics, early riser. Okay, button. and this is where we can pick the sound for the alarm. So it's saying early riser because that's the default sound. Oh, that is should. most definitely not the sound. Schedule. That is not the sound that I have used. So this apparently reverts to a default. And I'll just show Sounds, you. Vibration, default. So this is button. for vibrations, which we're going to leave um selected and now sound so here i'll just show you so you see if i double tap it it you'll see that it just kind of fades in it's very like soothing and gradual and i won't you have helios orbit bird song droplets sunny Springtide, So you have like, I believe 10 of these sounds. Um, one I've used before, for instance, this is the sunny and then I'll set it to the one that I usually use. But you see, it's very like, I chose this one because you can tell like the volume just comes in very gradually. And I'm going to pick the one that I use, which is bird songs. And you can, you can tell the voiceover does a little weird things as it's switching to the sound, but it is selecting and I'm just double tapping. And you can hear, for those of you who know, you know, I like my nature sounds if you've been on these calls for a while. So, of course, this is my preferred. So you can hear the lovely birdies. And so this is my wake up sound. So we're going to go back. Set your first schedule. Sounds and haptics. Heading. Okay. Set your first schedule. And this is the back Cancel. button in the upper left corner. And you can tell the volume now went up. Um, and so then after the sound, Top we cancel. have... Button. Whoops, the alarm volume. We have the volume again, an adjustable slider 100%. And snooze, and snooze whether you on. want to be able to snooze it or not. And that's left on, and I'll leave it on. Add and we're going to just go to add now. And sleep. now Full in my schedule. sleep, sleep schedule one. See, now you see if I go back, it said that I have one sleep schedule enabled here. 
And um, so I can't demonstrate, well, I guess I could have demonstrated it by setting it like five minutes from now, but um, you can take my word for it. This is how I wake up every morning um, using the schedule. And so you heard what the sound is like. And so that is how you um, have much more soothing alarms that are suitable for waking up in the morning, I think, um, by using this sleep schedule feature. And like I said, too, Full on the same screen, bedtime, see, now you have wake up 6 a.m. So see this, I just flicked to the right on the screen. And so now instead of saying no sleep schedule and set your first schedule and such, see now it is confirming that we have set what we what we thought we'd set. And like I said, see now edit button if I want to edit that schedule. So um, and again, this is like I said on the screen as well. I won't go into it, but as you can see here, this is back on this main sleep schedule screen and you can set your wind down time. And if you want a wind down shortcut, which is like I had mine set to notes, meaning I could quickly open the notes app. Um, and uh, and then there's some other options as well that you can set on the screen, which I will leave you to explore on your own. But I hope this helps you to um, wake up in a little bit more of a relaxing way <laughs> in the morning. Um, so with that, I can take any questions if anyone has wow that's uh that's i guess that's wonderful way i know you love your bird sound your natural <laughs> song natural sound so all right anybody have questions for maria about the alarm this is Shri. yeah go ahead so maria you um, my question is if it doesn't confirm with the prerequisite because you said that if if it doesn't have eight hours of sleep can you still schedule it or it won't allow you to Yes, I think you can. You can also adjust the sleep goal. So on the same screen here with the scheduling screen. So where it said, well, we're going to go back here. So this is editing your schedule. This is adding a schedule for other days. Like if you, this is the one day one that I mentioned. And now if we go under additional details, sleep goal, eight hours. Again, it doesn't look like it's something clickable, but it is. And I double tapped and then we're going to flick to the right. And now all of a sudden you have, now that I've clicked on that and flicked to the right, now a picker has appeared and I can just use my uh, up and down flicking with one finger. So flicking up increases, flicking down decreases. So you can also decrease your, you know, sleep goal if you want it to like match what you're doing, but I'm pretty sure it does let you schedule it. It'll just tell you that it doesn't meet your sleep goal. If you don't change. Maria. Yes. It's Marty. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Mom. Um, yeah. Do you have to, can you like, if you just want to simply use that alarm because it has that ascending feature, mm -hmm. do you, do you have to go through all the sleep goal stuff or can you bypass it or, or can you not, set a sleep goal at all um you don't well see i guess this ties into what um what Shri was asking so like i didn't uh, that sleep goal was set as a default you do have to use this like you can't um like if you just were to set an alarm in the clock app like using the regular no, ad alarm i mean go right the health app can can you go to that set alarm screen right away or do you have to go around that goals like you have to go through all that stuff to get to it so you do have to set the schedule because you have to set when when it's going to wake up and such but you don't actually have to set the sleep goal like you can just leave it on like i didn't the only reason i just adjusted it now was to show that in the demo right. like i didn't you know i didn't even use that uh play with that option when i was showing how to set the schedule 
Um, okay. So I, I hope that kind of helps. Like you do have to go through the schedule to set the wake up feature, uh, which is the alarm um, that's in the schedule, but you shouldn't have to like make any adjustments to the sleep goal. Okay, thanks. Yeah. This is Sandia. All right, go ahead, Sandia. Do you actually get the eight hours of sleep? <laughs> uh, that's very dependent on the uh, on the lacy puppy and uh, her ideas. <laughs> okay, I oh wow, that's great. Okay, anybody else questions for Maria? But, and Lacey's my guide dog for those who wonder who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes she gets anxious about her food and is like, "No, you need to get up early." Don't we all? Okay, all right, great, Maria. Thank you. That's definitely a good way to wake up. <laughs> After eight hours, okay. <laughs> Who has a new question or follow up for Maria or a new question? I know we were. Uh, anybody? A question? Oh, yeah. Everybody should be able to unmute. So, yeah. So, feel free to ask a question. This is Shri. Yes, sir. So, Maria, one other quick question about your demonstration. Thank you. Um, can, sure. Is there a way to do like a shortcut for this so you don't have to, you know, you can just go and just change the hours really quickly or without having to go through all the steps? Oh, um, you know, that's a good question. Um, You mean like in the actual shortcuts like app? I haven't played with it yeah. in that regard. I know there is like on the screen itself, like I know if I wake up earlier, I can quickly set it to skip the alarm. Um. Like it'll show me, you know, it says like alarm options and then I can, it'll like double tap and it says like change alarm and then skip alarm. So the change alarm actually, I think does take you, if I remember correctly, I think that does actually take you to the same schedule screen over here. So you can change the time of the alarm. So I guess that's a little bit of a quicker way, um, you know, once you're act like once it's activated, right? Like once the bedtime time is there. Um, but uh, which actually it is, it should be on my phone. Let me see if I can actually, so if I lock the screen because it is technically active now. So I just un unlocked it with, so here we go. Yeah, so see, we have the, this is an Eastern time folks. That's why it says 1022. So the date, and now you see instead of notifications, they have the date. Sleep well. Your alarm is set for 6 a.m. Okay, I'm just looking alarm to the right. Options. Alarm options. Unlock. Flashlight. Camera. Dismiss. Okay, so you see here, this is Dismiss. the only thing that's on the screen. Alarm so if I go to alarm options. options alarm. 10.22 p.m. Then Monday. I. Your alarm. Change alarm. Skip alarm. So this is what I'm saying. Cancel. Change and if I go alarm. to change alarm. 7.38 clock. Edit. <gasps> oh. Alarm. I'm sorry. See, I haven't changed it actually before. Oh, it took me to the clock alarm. Okay. It took me to the clock app because the alarm is in here. Yep. Sleep, wake up. Um, This is in the clock and the alarms tab. So now there is a sleep, wake up heading with an alarm. And I can click on this alarm to quickly change button <laughs> see it's still kind of a roundabout way i have to still click this change button to to change the um to change the alarm but that's like specific to the alarm itself not your whole like wake up schedule so that's the only thing that's like a i, I don't know i guess it's 
it could be argued whether that was a shortcut or not, because there's still quite a number of like steps there, but I haven't actually played with, if you play with it and, or if I do, we can um, follow up as to whether in the shortcut app, you know, you can like make yourself a shortcut to, um, I guess, just get to the screen, right? Right. That's what you're looking for without having to go to health and then browse and then sleep and then schedule, right? Like you're looking Mm -hmm. just to get to the screen. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Sure, we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll play with it. All right, very good. All right, anybody else with a new question? If not, I have a real quick question. I have an Apple Watch and haven't used them much lately, so I'm trying to, well, part of the issue is I want to put give my mom one of my older watch. Okay, so to that end, um, I wanted to get them just kind of set up first. Um, so one of them is paired with my current uh, iPhone 12. Um, and forgive me, I don't remember which one. Because I, I, I have an, a newer watch and an older one, and I don't remember what they are. Okay, but shouldn't I be able to pair two watches? I seem to remember it. It's like a couple of, of iOSs ago, operate, you know, back, that, that they allowed mm-hmm. that. So, and then, I mean, I've, I've been sitting here trying to manually pair because I am never really successful in, uh, you know, putting it next to the, uh, in the little yellow window and getting it to pair. So if you got, if anybody, I guess the question is, first, I'm pretty sure that you can pair two watches. If not, let me know. And then the other one is, have you, do you guys have any other techniques? Hi, Brad. Yeah, hi, Brad. Yeah, uh, I believe you can. I have not done it, but I have seen it in the watch app. Uh, it certainly, there is a place in the watch app to where you select which watch you're dealing with. Okay. Um, so yes, I believe you can. I think you open the watch app. I think up near the top left is probably a, a place to go back where you can, it'll show you the, you know, the current watch you've got paired. Mm-hmm. I assume you unpaired the, the other one, the one you want to give your mom. I haven't done um, it yet. I'm just trying to work through this, but okay. You know, go well, the ahead. first thing you're going to have to do is unpair it. You can't right. to give it, it to her. Yes. Unpaired. Okay. Yeah. But you should see that in there. And then I think the other thing you want to look at, if you are pairing this and going to give it to your mom, I think you want to look at what they call, God, what do they call it? They don't call it family sharing, but you'll set it up for uh, like, you know, you set it up for a, a, a um, I know people who have set it up for their children who aren't old enough to have an right. iPhone right, right. or, uh, you know, like you're trying to do with a, a parent or somebody who doesn't use an iPhone, but you want them to have a watch. And I, th- I don't know what they call it, family sharing, they call it something, somebody else will know. Okay. But yeah, that's what you will probably want to do. Okay, well, let me be clear before Shri goes. I actually, she has her own iPhone. I was just trying to like figure out which watch it is oh. and that kind of thing. I feel so stupid. I should know what watches well, I have. It but... should tell you, excuse me, this is Brad. Yes. Mm-hmm. You should be able to go in. You have two watches paired with your phone right now? No, only one is paired. So. Okay. Uh, and the one, and which, I don't well, I don't know which one you... they are. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can figure. I, I forgot what it is. I think it's a six. I think. Did one you of them unpair the other one? No. No, no, no. That I never paired the second one because I got a new phone, so I've, I've only only had one. But pair did you unpair this. it with the other from the other fo- the phone it was paired with? <laughs> yeah. 
You did um, not unpair it from that phone, did you? Probably not. And you do not have that phone anymore, do you? Yeah, I have it here somewhere. Okay, good. It's well, then you, well, you ought to be able to open the phone and figure out which watch is paired. I don't know. Figure out which, yeah. do something, change a watch face <laughs> or something and see which watch gets the new face. Okay, I will You'll try. You'll be able to figure it out, but then you're yeah. going to want to unpair that watch from whatever phone it's paired to. And then pair it to her. Okay. And then, pair it, uh, then you should be able to pair it using your mouth, but that's why you, you said something about trying to find the little screen and all that. You can't do that because it's paired to something. Well, it did show up. Okay. okay. I, I need to figure out, get more, uh, do a little more, and then I'll follow up. Okay. Shree, go ahead, Shree. So I do have two watches paired. Uh -huh. uh, if you want to easily find that watch, you could ping the watch. It, let's just say the watch that you, it's going to ping one or the other, right? Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, when you, mm -hmm. and when you actually put the watch on your wrist, mm -hmm. the app gets, the app identifies that this is the watch that you currently have on your wrist. Oh. Okay. So it knows which one is you're wearing based on the one that you put on your wrist. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but I would suggest, um, to, uh, you know, just go to find my and just ping it because mm -hmm. it'll ping one of the two. The second uh, thing I was going to say is um, what I do is, you know, instead of doing it manually, I usually have Apple accessibility on the phone and they can oh. kind of uh, tell me, okay, move the watch to the left or the right. And uh, so yes. I find that a little bit easier to try doing that I one too. Perfect. Okay. Well, I will work on this. I feel silly, but yes. Okay. Very good. Very good. Okay. Thanks for your help. We have one last minute. <laughs> so with that last minute, I would say thank you, Maria, and glad thank you're home you. safely. <laughs> and thank you to everybody that thank joined you. us near and far and just a busy week. So come to any and all of our events, Clubhouse tomorrow, Mini Buzz at 5 p.m., Android Insight at 7 p.m. on Wednesday. Thursday is Trekkie Talk from 8 to 9.30. And the movie, the movie is Titanic. It's an account. Adam winner, I think it's like got nine or 11 Oscars. So come and check it out. It is an epic romance. Mm. Okay, so it is going to be beautiful. Come check it out on Friday night at 8pm. And then we will be seeing you next week. All right. So thank y'all. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Have a good night. Take care.